Uh-huh. And then they like, they like scroll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're so cool. I'm going to be bringing some to the holiday. My name's Susan Wellsand. My business is The Chili Woman, and I sell 2,000 varieties of pepper plants and fresh peppers at the Bloomington Farmer's Market. No hybrids, no GMO, nothing like that. They're all old-timey varieties. When you first see Susan, she is most likely wearing a print covered in peppers. I've seen her in pepper dresses, pepper aprons, pepper sweaters, pepper jumpsuits, pepper necklaces, and she really blends in with her stand at the farmer's market, which is bright and colorful. There are tons of different peppers of different shapes and colors strung up and dried out or growing before your eyes. Susan's passion for her plants isn't something you find everywhere, and I really think what makes the Chili Woman's business so special is the diversity of her peppers. They come from all over the world, and each of them has its own flavor, shape, size, and color. And of course, they are non-hybrids and non-GMOs. That didn't used to be uncommon. Within the last century, gardeners have stopped saving and sharing their own seeds and instead rely on seed companies to send out the newest up-to-date variety. Today we call something that used to be standard horticultural practice heirloom gardening, and there are still people like Susan who believe it's important to save seeds for the sake of our future. One of the reasons I started my business 24 years ago was I was becoming concerned about the lack of biodiversity in various crops, and chilies kind of fascinated me. So I really wanted to maintain a living seed bank. I wanted to grow rare peppers from around the world and keep them alive and viable, and I also wanted to make sure they were grown in different places. That's another reason why I like to swap with growers in other countries, because we want to make sure they're not just being grown in one place, because that's much too fragile of an uh, agricultural system. The Chili Woman is just one of an entire network of people who are saving seeds, sharing seeds, and maintaining a tradition. In Bloomington, the Wiley House is a place full of history, so it isn't surprising that they have their own seed-saving program that brings together and inspires others to do the same. The Wiley House seed-saving program has been going on a long time. That's Carrie Beam. She's the director of the Wiley House Museum. We grow varieties of plants that could have been grown during the Wiley period. So when President Wiley and his wife and family lived here, which was the early to mid-1800s, heirlooms then mean plants and varieties that have been passed down through time, just like any heirloom. And so the seed saving program just means that we grow the plants to harvest the seeds from them. So flowers, vegetables, and herbs, we grow them until they're mature, and then volunteers harvest the seeds from the plants, and then we sell them to the community. And that way we can continue then to spread the varieties and also people learn a useful skill and um, are just helping with diversity and uh, plant health in the community. The Wiley House, so it is the home of the first president of IU and his family. And it was 25 acres of farmland. 
when people um, first settled here, and he was among some of the first, um, this was really a frontier town. So people had to be pretty self-sufficient. The train wasn't here, there weren't large roads coming here, so you had to farm to some degree to make it on your own. An heirloom variety tends to be very strong and can endure the climate and environment that it has been grown in throughout time and then also is adaptable to that climate. Genetic diversity is really important because if we were to continue with just one or maybe just two or three varieties of corn, for example, and if you think about how reliant we are on corn for all sorts of products and foods, if there were to be some sort of pest or environmental concern that were to wipe out that strain of corn or those few strains of corn and we didn't have any others, uh, it could be catastrophic. So the same holds true with wheat and bananas, all sorts of fruits and vegetables and grains that our world is dependent upon. And so the fewer that we have, the more likely we are to be at risk of losing uh, those varieties and then our reliance on them and need for them. Music in this piece comes from Avon Comedy 4, Kilo Bot, Krotovsky, and State Champion. For American Student Radio in Bloomington, I'm Jessica Smith.